Unlocking Your World of Creativity with Mark Stinson. Hello again, everybody. This is Mark Stenson, and you've come to our podcast, Unlocking Your World of Creativity. And when we think about creativity, oftentimes we think about this spark of inspiration and these ideas that just seem to come to us in the shower while walking in the woods. But there's a lot more about how the brain is working and how the brain is functioning and how we can engineer some of that way the brain is working. And that's what we're going to talk about on today's episode. We have as our guest, Maury Zelkovich. Maury, it's just so good to talk to you. Thanks for having me, Mark. I really appreciate it. And you're one of the few to pronounce my name perfectly. Well, we've been practicing all morning. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, and Maury, you know, on this uh, around the world journey of our podcast, we really take the world of creativity literally. I love to travel around the world talking to creative experts from academia all the way to graphic designers and authors and musicians and chefs and anybody in the, the creative arts. And I'm just so glad to come to Toronto to talk to you this morning, really, again, about how the brain operates and some of the technologies and tools that we can use to, I guess, fine tune or improve that. What, what is your approach to this and what have you learned about it? Well, my approach is to take advantage of natural processes that occur in the brain, in everybody's brain. Uh, why reinvent the wheel if you don't have to? So I went through the first 40 years of my life wanting to be dead. And I tried to kill myself at least half a dozen times. Hmm. Obviously, I didn't really want to die. So when I realized I couldn't find a way to die, I found a way to live. And I started studying the brain because that's where my problem was. I knew I had lots of negative thoughts going through there. And it was holding me back and keeping me from thinking creatively or in any way that would be positive, to be quite honest. And I started studying neurophysics and neurochemistry and a bunch of other neurals. And I realized kind of how the brain works is that you talk, you have thoughts, these thoughts produce brainwave patterns, these brainwave patterns produce chemistry. And it's the chemistry that lets you feel or experience what you feel or experience. So that's basically what I did. I took that knowledge. I use audio primarily, but I've been starting to initiate video and visual stimulation as well to bring the brain into sync with what I present. That's what brainwave entrainment is. You have the brain, your neuron is pulsing. A neuron is a brain cell. So it's pulsing an electric pulse so many times a second. I have my own and they match up. When they match up, I can then help you to control what kind of chemistry you're producing, which controls how you perceive the world around you, how you see yourself in that world, and how you can cope and figure things out. It really is, uh, in a large part, uh, how and why people can be creative. Mm -hmm. Well, and you've really uh, sort of now fine-tuned and uh, honed this technology and these tools into what you've called the Mori method. It's been studied, it's been uh, documented and published and so forth. But maybe define for us this idea of brainwave entrainment. And as a certified brainwave entrainment engineer, you know, what, what is the entrainment that you are engineering? Okay, so what I do is I create audio signals like pulse tones, basically, bop, 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 bop and visual stimulation that follows a similar idea of pulsing different imagery with different colors and different facets that help the neurons. You have billions of neurons. That's what your brain is. It's billions and billions of neurons. 
So what happens is they're always pulsing at these frequencies and we can control the rates they pulse at. So what I do is I create recordings. Basically you put on cheap over the ear headphones, you lie down or you sit with your head back and you hit play, that's it. Everything happens automatically in much the same way that when you're listening to music and you start bopping your head, but you don't, you're not really aware that you're doing that or you're tapping your foot or you're moving your arms, you're not really aware you're doing it, but you are. That's a form of entrainment. In other words, it's a stimulus pattern that your body is following. Mm. So this is what I do. I take advantage of that. It's something called the frequency following response. So much in the same way, when you hear music and you start bopping your head, your neurons react the same way to pulse sounds. So we can create pulse sounds that cause your neurons or a dominant quantity of them anyway, to start following those frequencies by listening, simply by doing it that simply, they don't even have to listen. They can fall asleep and they still get effects. What will happen is the brain will start following that frequency. It's like a monkey see monkey do. And when it starts following that frequency, the chemistry changes and that's where all the magic happens. That's where everybody just starts thinking differently, clearer, so you're smarter, you're stronger. It's like, uh, I don't know how old you are, but I, there used to be a TV <laughs> show called the bionic woman and the $6 million man. Oh, absolutely. Now it'd be the $6 billion. Yeah, man. I'm sure it's 600 million. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. yeah, at least. Yeah. But that's the well, same it's thing. So it interesting, literally Maury, that, I mean, these frequencies that you're talking about, as we think about the, the sound, the voices, the music that we all put in our heads to begin with, this is a way of sort of reprogramming that old frequency that we've put in there. Is that the idea? Yeah, that's, that's actually very good. You see, when I was really depressed, I tried everything I could to think differently, but I was so embedded in my negativity that all I could do was think negative thoughts. And no matter what I thought otherwise, or tried to think, I just kept coming back to the negativity. When I realized I couldn't retrain how I was thinking, I figured, well, it's a cycle, right? You think something negative, it creates brainwaves, which creates chemistry, which creates more negative thoughts and the cycle continues. So I thought, okay, I can't interrupt my thinking pattern. What if I could interrupt the chemistry? Would that change my thoughts? And it turns out the answer is yes. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what I did. By using the brainwave entrainment, I changed the brainwave activity, which then changed the chemistry, which naturally changed the subsequent thinking patterns. Mm-hmm. And of course, without uh, the pharmaceutical intervention, you're saying that there yes. is a chemistry, obviously, that you're rebalancing as well. Yeah, we all create chemistry. All of our brains create chemistry. Our bodies create chemistry. We are bioelectric chemical beings. That's what we are. We're a combination of all of these things. And uh, one of the things that's interesting is that it's a good idea to eat semi-healthy too, because for these chemicals to be produced, you need to have precursors. And precursors in this case might be nutrition along with the brainwave activity, because you need to have the building blocks to be able to create the chemistry that's beneficial for you as well. So, you know, you don't have to eat like you're, uh, you know, a superstar veganish, you know, paleo organic -y kind of person, but you should try your best to eat healthy. Of course. That will give your brain a much better chance at producing the chemistry it needs to produce, to be happy, to be healthy, to be cognizant, to be smarter, to be faster. People don't realize, you know, how much they eat and how much they sleep has a large, you know, play such a large role in their waking life. Mm -hmm. They think food is just for the body. Well, I've got news for you. It's as much for the brain in some cases more for the brain than it is for the body. 
Uh, makes sense. And more, you're really, you know, stimulating some thinking here just with your <laughs> thoughts. But, uh, you know, you think about when people need this kind of external stimuli. In other words, you know, let, let's take a walk in the woods or let's go to a museum or let's listen to some uplifting music. But you're also saying it's not really enough to say, well, Maury, think positive. You know, you, you got to stop those negative thoughts. You know, get over yourself. Well, that's the elephant uh, in the and, room, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Right? That's what I'm trying to say is that how many times do, and even if we don't say it directly to the person, you know, but we're beginning to understand these issues now, like depression, like ADHD, like a mm -hmm. lot of these mental health concerns, you can't just say, get a stiff upper lip and try to get yourself together. Best way to get someone to not do it is to tell them to do it. Mm -hmm. Believe me, if they could have done it, they would have done it already. You know, and uh, actually one of my systems is used in Dr. Dale Bredesen's anti-Alzheimer system called Recode. And I have clinicians and doctors prescribing it to their patients who have Alzheimer's and other forms of cognitive decline and dementias because it helps to stimulate the brain. I treat the brain like a muscle. So one of the nice things about properly engineered entrainment is that it helps you regardless of whether you believe in it and you don't have to do anything. You know, like I said before, you put on the headphones, you hit play. Even if you fall asleep, it doesn't matter. I bet you think you hear me now. No. No one in the world has ever heard a thing, as far as I'm concerned. No animal, no life form, nothing hears anything. Everything is vibration. So my voice is creating a vibratory pattern, which is being transmitted through my microphone over here. Over here. <laughs> you can't see my microphone, <laughs> but it's over there. Which is then being translated electronically sent through the internet, comes out your computer, goes into your computer where it gets reprocessed, just like your brain would reprocess the information. And it makes it sound like sound. Mm -hmm. We call it sound, but it's really all vibration. So with brainwave entrainment, even though you hear bah, 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 and other supposed sounds, it actually isn't the sound that's causing the effect. It is the vibration and then the pause in the vibration, the vibration, the pause in the vibration. It's that intermittent signal, almost like a Morse code signal that goes to your brain. And then your neurons start going, oh, I see, this is similar to what I do. I kind of like it. So your brain cells act like you when you're at the dance and you start doing this, your brain cells start doing that and they start mimicking the same frequencies. Yeah, can and really that's important. Oh, I'll tell is. you why that's, that's so important because when we were cave people, I won't, I know this isn't a six hour show, so I won't get too into it. <laughs> but when we were living in caves, we had much simpler lives. We ate, we drank, we had sex, we hunted, we gathered, we slept and, you know, rinse and repeat very little stress. We lived in the present moment. We didn't think about the past or the future. It was all about survival. Uh, now with everything that goes on in our lives and even for the last few hundred years, few thousand years, so much stress, taxes, relationships, this and that, and everything else, our brains don't get an opportunity to stay in a dominant state for longer than a second or two on average. Back then, probably five minutes, 10 minutes, maybe even 15 or 20 minutes. Our brains haven't changed that much. Their purpose is still the same. So a dominant frequency would create an abundance of neurochemistry. Having frequencies all over the place, your brain would just start producing something when it would stop and start producing something else. And then it would stop and start producing something else. It's really no wonder that we're depressed and we're sad and we're stressed. 
because we are not producing the natural chemistry our brains were designed and our bodies, frankly, were designed to get. It's kind of like running your car on fumes instead of gasoline. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, the gas, the full tank is, or full electric, <laughs> depending yes. on what kind of car you have, is going to do you much better than if you're out of power. And that's where we are now. We're out of power. Whereas back then, we were actually much better charged. And if you look at the research, research shows that there's ancient peoples who still live today the way they lived 5,000 years ago. And, they're, and they live in like huts and they don't have electricity and all they don't have grocery stores and pharmacies. And yet they're much, much happier than we are. <laughs> yeah. So Maury, as you were putting this together, I want to think about your creative process now for a second. Sure. As you were developing it as a protocol, as a regimen, you know, I can see, hey, put the headphones on and lie back and, and let it ride. But there was obviously development into how do you use it? How often do you use it? How do you listen to it? Even how you literally created the, uh, the audio programming. Uh, so I'd be curious as to how all that kind of process rolled out for you. Well, the creative process for me came out of necessity because I was living in such darkness for most of my life. I, you know, as I said before, I couldn't die. So I had to figure out a way to live. And that led me into doing research. So a lot of my creatives were born from the physical research that I read. How does the brain act? How do the individual neurons behave? What is neurochemistry? What do the different chemicals do? What are they responsible for? All of these things kind of guided me. See, I don't have formal training. I'm not a doctor. I'm not even a formally trained scientist. I'm kind of homegrown. Because of that, I don't know what's possible. I don't know what's real, what's legitimate, what isn't, which means I had nothing holding me back. So from a creative process, I suggest that everybody go more or less the same way. You learn lessons, you learn laws of the universe. I suggest you throw all that out. And you use your creativity the way you did when you were, say, six years old. You had no restraints. Anything you can conceive of, you can create, unless you believe you can't. And I think my creative creativity, because I get ideas all the time. Look, I have over 16 products right now. I have 22 in development, two of which I recently figured out. But I know I'm going to figure it out. I just tell myself, I'm going to figure this out. And I always do. Mm -hmm. Every one of my other products has a unique technology that's never been done anywhere on the planet before. And that's like a signature of mine. I always have something nobody else has ever done before. And as a result of that, and I don't know what I'm going to come up with, but I know I will. When you believe in yourself, and one of the ways to believe in what I use to believe in myself were my recordings, because they, they allow me to see the world in a more positive, I think, correct way. We all live in our own little bubbles. You know, bubble is a popular term these days, right? Everything's in a bubble. But the truth of the matter is, despite the fact, you, you know, you and I are talking, we exist in separate bubbles. And you perceive the world around you differently than I perceive it around me. So the question is, who's right? Well, the truth is both of us. Because the way the world works is not there's a law and this is how it is. The world is a combination of your experience, your perception, and your environment. And that's why some people will go, the economy sucks, the world sucks, everything sucks. 
and the person next to you will say everything is beautiful the world is beautiful how can they have such diametrically opposed views the only way would be their perception of mm -hmm. what they see and then how they choose to define that all of this can be helped and can be guided and when you're more calm and when you don't what i call intellectualize everything so this is our problem we're human beings we think we're smart and we are but when we think we're smart we stop thinking <laughs> right when we know we don't know something then we're inquisitive we're looking we're looking we're looking but when we think we're smart we stop looking and we think we're right and that's a real mistake i think true scientists and a true creative wizard if you will are the people who know that all they can do is understand something maybe a little bit better but they can never truly know anything and so, so that would be my formula for yeah. creativity and so maury as you were developing this i'm sure you encountered some obstacles and roadblocks and <laughs> you know naysayers and oh, this yeah. can't be this can't be done <laughs> you don't know what you're doing all those you talk about voices in your head but, oh yeah <laughs> uh, how did you address those face those and uh, overcome them all right. Well, in the beginning, it was much tougher than it was with experience, I have to tell you. So in the beginning, a lot of people were saying, get a real job. You're never going to make money selling blah, 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 blah. Well, first of all, I didn't do it to sell it. I did it to save my life. So I didn't care what they said, quite frankly, because, <laughs> you know, when you're depressed, you're, you're very selfish. You don't really care about the rest of the world. Other people could be suffering and going through much worse things than you are. You don't care because you're suffering and I was suffering for 40 years through it. So I really didn't care about anybody else. When I created this, it was purely for me. When I started getting it out there though, because I met someone who I gave a recording to as a thank you, because it was making such a difference for me, I gave it to them. And turns out they are a marketer online and they said, let's go into business together. But it, you see, the thing is, other people are stuck in their drama, just like you're stuck in yours. And when you understand that the naysayers aren't really saying nay, they're just speaking their own negativity, they're speaking their own problems, then it's much easier to deal with. You know, everything that's new and creative at some point was called witch doctoring, was called blasphemy. <laughs> I mean, you know, everything that we have that's wonderful in this world at one point was called evil. I was called evil. So yeah, I, I still get people saying it's woo woo. If you do a search for, you know, my name online, I'm sure you'll come across people who think I'm the devil incarnate. <laughs> and with this beard, I'm sure, you know, yeah, let's get a couple of horns here and there you go. You got the whole thing going. But you can't let other no, people rule you. No, but I think, you, you know, you're onto something there that says that any creative idea can be judged, yeah. you know. And will and, be. And, and, and will be. That's right. You know, positively right. or negatively. And I guess we all hope to get these positive feedback and positive reviews and things like that. But almost whether it's positive or negative, it's still external feedback, yeah. isn't it? But yes. don't be creative for the sake of getting kudos. Do it for yourself. It's like if you're driving in your car and somebody's trying to get in and you slow down and you wave them in and they don't say thank you. They don't wave. A, yeah, where's you know, the whatever. courtesy wave? Exactly, right? <laughs> that used to bother me like I can't even tell you. Now it doesn't bother me at all because maybe they're having a bad day. Maybe they have other things on their mind. 
I'm sure they were grateful that I made room for them. And even if they weren't, I didn't do it for them to give me a gift or buy me, a, you know, some flowers. I did it because I wanted to. So when you have your creative thoughts, even if your intention is to create something that helps the masses, do it for your own sake. Don't let other people's opinions bother you because I can't even imagine how many wonderful innovations, how many inventions, how many things we don't have because people let their egos get in the way. In other words, well, someone said, this is terrible. Okay, so I'm going to go get a job that, you know, a fast food joint or something. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you saw some of the testimonials, most of the testimonials that I get almost every day, all the people that my systems have helped would never have been helped. So if you have a creative thought, you need to honor yourself and you need to think to yourself, I didn't have this thought for nothing. It didn't come to me for no reason. There's a reason why it came to me, probably because I have the ability either to spread the idea to someone who can do something about it, or maybe I'm the one who can do something about it and I need to be inspired to take some action. But that's why you got the thought and you have to honor yourself. And you know what? If you're worried what other people think, don't tell anyone else. <laughs> yeah, keep your or, or the here. internet's yeah. a wonderful place, right? You yeah. can find lots of, of places where, you know, type in a, you know, blog for creative minds, blog for ideas. I mean, there's a million people like just like you out there. Right. And you want to get like rah, rah, rah from people go there. I used to tell people about what I'm doing, especially in the beginning. Oh, I'm so sure it can help you. I'm so sure it can help you. And it was so depressing to have them all like say it's woo-woo and it's bull, you know what, and all this other stuff. It, it can be very depressing and very dejecting to, to know you have something that might be of value and to have other people just out of hand say, screw mm -hmm. it. It's terrible. Mm -hmm. It's lousy. It can't help me. So now that we know kind of your creative process, how you develop things and some of the roadblocks that you overcame, maybe you can describe to us the capacity or goals. Is I guess what I'm asking is, are there specific methods, specific programs and recordings for specific goals? Okay, goals, probably or, not. Or I guess mindsets or mind conditions. That it's there like are wh ways whatever I want to do right now, I have a specific program yes. for that. There, okay. there are ways that we can lead people into a certain direction. See, I have a program called Quantum Mind Method, which is a generalized system. It's based on the idea that you know what you need, even if you're not aware of it. Because I think everyone knows what they need. Mm -hmm. Now, And I guess that that's what I was saying. It's like, so yeah. I know I want to get unstuck. Or I know I want to get more confidence for a presentation coming right. up. Or I know I need to open my mind up for new ideas right. and feedback all the way to I've had some trauma and I need some healing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I, so I just wondered if there were specific. I do uh, have systems that are designed with specific brainwave patterns and stimulation patterns and types that are designed to augment and activate different areas. See, you can guide, you know, it's kind of like exercise. If you do push-ups, it doesn't mean you're just stronger and you can only do push-ups. You can do a lot more things because you're in condition doing push-ups. If you swim a lot, it conditions your cardiovascular, your you know respiratory system, your muscles, everything. It doesn't mean you could just swim, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with the brain. So I do have some systems that kind of guide people using guided hypnosis, meditations, a system uh, you were talking about before we went on the air called triliminals, which actually speak in the left ear for the right brain and the right ear for the left brain in the center for both brains. 
And then they have a special brainwave frequency that permeates throughout to help release a neurochemical called LTP, which stands for long-term potentiation and allows you to form a memory pathway. So there's lots of different systems I have for like prosperity, for weight and health, for relationships, for all these things. But all of my systems, even if they're specialized, can literally be used for almost anything simply by using your intention or in, in many cases, creative intention, because it allows you to guide the energy that you are dealing with. I mean, look at your life in general. If you go into something with the idea that you're going to have fun, you're probably going to have fun. If you go into the same exact situation with the idea that you're going to be a nervous wreck and I'm afraid of failing and I'm going to embarrass myself, then guess what? There's a pretty good chance you're going to get nervous and embarrass yourself. I mean, you'll feel like you're embarrassed. Yes. You're not necessarily embarrassing yourself. So your intention has a lot to do with it. I, I mentioned earlier that I often don't know the solution to something when I get the idea, but I know I will figure it out. And because I know I will figure it out. And that came, by the way, faking it. You know, that old faking it till you make it, right? I This guy who discovered me in Singapore said, uh, Maury, can you come up with something that like, you know, your recording is great and everything, but lots of people do entrainment, you know, basic entrainment. Can you come up with something that will make it unusual and no one else has done? And I said, sure, because I knew, remember, I was a quarter of a million dollars in debt. I was still coming out of my depression. You know, all these things were still going on in my life. And I had an opportunity for a real career doing something I'm passionate about. I wasn't going to say no to anything. <laughs> so I said, sure, no problem. And I had no idea. As I'm saying, sure, in my head, my head is going, what did I just say? Like, why did I say this? I said, sure, no problem. Every single time I come up with stuff, I come up with stuff all the time so often that I have 22 things waiting in the wings. <laughs> now ready to go and you know what even if i haven't figured it out at this moment i will i will perfectly i even had uh we launched a system for cognitive issues and cognitive decline and my partner said i want to have i want you to have a bonus that you've never given away before and that is like phenomenal that we could sell for 300 dollars, but we're not going to because you're designing it as a bonus so i i told him this was the process i said but keep in mind, in the back of my mind, I know I'm going to figure this out, right? Mm -hmm. So I said, Song, that's his name. I want you to give it some thought over the next few days. I'm going to give it some thought over the next few days because I'm buying myself time now, <laughs> right? And then we're going to have a meeting. We'll talk about it. We'll figure it out. No problem. Don't worry about it. He goes, okay, no problem. Great. Let's move on. As soon as he said, let's move on, I said, oh, hold it. He said, what? I said, I got the whole thing figured out entire thing figured out it's a two-pronged system two recordings special exercises it just flooded into okay. me and i after i designed it i said song we shouldn't give this away this is too good we should sell it and he said nope the intention was to create it as a bonus we should keep it as a bonus at which point i said i'm embarrassed you're right I should never have even said that. I'm going to go stand in the corner now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Maury, what a great conversation. Folks, my guest has been Maury Zelkovich. And Maury, where can we read more about the program and find out exactly how it works and then take advantage of what you have to offer here? Sure. Well, there's a couple of websites. Uh, you can always just you know Google my name, but a couple of websites are the best. Uh, one would be activemindsglobal.com, all one word. 
And the other would be the Mori method.com and Mori is spelled M-O-R-R-Y. Great. So Maury, where do you see things going with this kind of thinking process, this direction of brain entrainment? What, what do you see in the future? All right. Well, now with everything that's going on in the world, I'm focusing on getting this technology out to first responders, nurses, medical personnel, hospitals. You see, the adrenaline of these people specifically is at a fever pitch. So the adrenaline is pumping in the first responders and in the nurses and the doctors and all the hospital staff and, you know, all these people. The thing about adrenaline is you feel powerful while it's pumping, but the minute it stops, you get nauseated, you get dizzy, everything. We're going to have, I predict, and I hope I'm wrong, but I predict that we're going to have a real problem with PTSD. There's going to be, you know, this isn't the only virus out there. I think PTSD is going to be a horrible thing that's going to hit hard when things get back to quote unquote normal, because the adrenaline won't have to be pumping. Most of these people are seeing death, you know, more death in a week than they used, than they would have seen in their careers, mm. you know, and this is not good. This type of a system can actually help people right now to cope better, to sleep better. It's big time for sleep, big for coping, big for stress, big for anxiety. And this is where I see it going. Now I see this, as an opportunity to get this technology, which many people, as you kind of alluded to, consider woo-woo into the mainstream because it is so easy. It's so inexpensive. You know, I still use recordings that are like 35 years old that I developed in my early stages of my research. And that's where I see it going. And the beautiful thing is it's your brain. Mm -hmm. It's your mind. So this doesn't just help with bad things you know, stress, anxiety, PTSD, and the like, it helps with good things like joy, with happiness, with relationships, with, with creativity. I mean, imagine your mind untethered. Imagine what you can come up with, no matter who you are, no matter how creative you think you are. Think of all the stresses and all the ambiguities that have been acting in your life up till this point that have probably been holding you back. Imagine if the real you gets a chance to come through. That's what this technology is all about. Well, you've really reminded us too, Maury, that you know, a lot of people think brain and brain function is static. You know, now all the research is plasticity and it can be retrained and it can oh, yes. be reprogrammed. And so I think you've added this idea of brain chemistry, feeding the brain good food and treating the brain like a muscle in addition to just the neurons and the synapses firing properly, you know, but I think you've given us these ideas that the brain can be programmed and built and rebuilt over time. So it's really, Oh, definitely. It's your brain is an amazing, you know, it doesn't matter where you might think the soul might originate from or where your intelligence might really be. The truth is until it passes through your brain, you don't know about it, you don't experience it, and you're not aware of it. So you really need to pay a lot of attention, not just to your body, but to your mind and your brain as well. Mm -hmm. Well, good. Well, thanks for sharing this with us, Maury. Folks, my guest has been Maury Zelkovich, and it's themaurymethod.com. Thanks for having me, Mark. Things. I really yes. appreciate you. And listeners, come back again for the next episode. We'll continue our virtual trip around the world to talk to global creative leaders and innovators that are doing very interesting work, creative work, but also research-based work to improve our creative thinking, help us get more inspired, and also help us organize, package, and publish the ideas to help get them up and out into the world, because that's really our goal. 
I'm Mark Stenson. This is Unlocking Your World of Creativity. And we'll see you next time. Unlocking Your World of Creativity with Mark Stinson. Copyright 2021. We've created a special offer just for listeners of the podcast. You can get our book, A World of Creativity. Paperback is at a special price of $5.98, and the Kindle version is only $0.99. Cents. Go to my website, mark-stinson.com. The book is featured on the homepage. You can click it and go to Amazon, mark-stinson.com, and enjoy the book.